Welcome to What's the Word podcast with myself, Nick Henderson, a resource that helps push you further in your faith by discussing what God's Word has to say about various topics that tend to trip up believers and keep us from advancing into the place God has for us. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. And before we get into the content, I want to ask if this episode provides you any value that you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. Those two things help a ton. With that aside, let's jump in to today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to this week's podcast. Back in the studio is my guy, Trevor Valentino. Yo. Trevor, how you doing, man? Doing great. Man, Trevor, we are discussing an important topic today. The topic of, and actually, it's a question. Can I be friends with non-Christians? Can a Christian be friends with someone who is not Christian? So, Trevor, what is your personal experience with friendships and non-Christians? Yeah, well, growing up, I'd say most of my friendships were not with Christians. Like, I had Mm. some friends uh, who went to church or, you know, who said they were a Christian, but for the most part, like, my core group of friends uh, did not have a relationship with Christ. Uh, Most of them would even make fun of Christians or make fun of me for claiming to be a Christian. Uh, So I saw that side of it, Uh, but even now... I'd say most of my friends are Christian. Yeah. Um, so I've seen kind of both sides of it and, and and seen a little bit of benefits of having your core group being Christian, uh, yeah. but also benefits to having non-Christian friends as well. So I think there might be kind of some sort of balance that might need to happen there. Yeah. What are some benefits you think of having non-Christian friends? Yeah. Well, one, you get to really be invested and see what it looks like for those who aren't Christian. Because yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're not around that, you can kind of get in this bubble to where you're all around, you know, the church lingo and you're so used to uh, what it looks like to be around Christians that uh, you don't even know how people who aren't Christians think, like yeah. what they care about, what they're spending their time on. Uh, and it, that kind of can hurt your witness because you don't know how to be a part of their life in a way that you can shine a light yeah, uh, yeah. in those dark places. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting thing, too, because I get that question a lot, you know, in my experiences, just with working with youth a lot. And even in my own life, I get that question a lot because it's like, you know, if someone's 16 years old, 18 years old, 28 years old, whatever, and they just get saved. I mean, by definition, most of the friends are probably not Christian. And so they get saved and they're like, well, can I keep my close friendships now that I'm a Christian? Like, do I have to like just break away from all these people? Because I think people are so quick to do that, right? Like, I think especially in today's age, we're so quick to cut off people who we deem as like unworthy, unproductive, you know, negative in our life. And I think there's definitely some wisdom to that. Obviously, like, you know, the phrase goes, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Like, if you show me your five closest friends, I can prophesy the next five years of your life type of a thing. And there, that, there's a lot of truth in that. Like, who you surround yourself with is very, very important to your overall well-being and, you know, your productivity in life. But I think we get so quick to cutting people off that we don't recognize the significance or maybe the positive aspects of, like, keeping somebody around, man. Like, of... You know, loving someone who doesn't always have the same perspective as you do. Like for me, I see that in youth a lot, you know, obviously trying to walk with him through that situation. But I see it in my own life, like growing up and even to this day, like I like to think I have lots of friends who don't hold the same beliefs that I do, whether they're a Christian, whether they're another, you know, belief system, whether they're, you know, maybe they don't believe anything at all. You know, I have such incredible buddies and pals who 
aren't Christian. And I feel like I personally have been better for that. And I want to ask you too, Trevor, like for yourself, you know, if you're going to have non-Christian friends um, and you're going to embark on those types of relationships, what are some things that maybe we should be thinking about as Christians in that regard? If we're like, if we're saying, hey, we're going to have these non-Christian friends, like what are some things that we should be thinking about in that regard? Yeah, well, I think first off, you have to have the right perspective of what that friendship is for. Yeah. Right, like this person isn't necessarily uh, what scripture says is going to spur you on to be more like Christ because that person isn't living by the standard of someone who lives for Christ. Uh, Mm. Whereas your Christian friend groups, like that's what that's for. Like that's where you go to for accountability with sins that you're struggling with. That's where you go to uh, to walk through scripture together and have you know Bible studies and stuff like that. Whereas your non-Christian friends, those people aren't going to necessarily point you towards Christ, but yeah. your perspective in entering that sort of friendship is I'm going to be the person that points them towards Christ, yeah, right? And, and to show them, hey, like this is what it looks like to live a life that honors Christ. Yeah. This is what it looks like. I'm not living uh, in fear of death. I'm not living in... Uh, a place where I can't find peace in the middle of trials. Like I, I have something different because Christ is in me. That's so true. And I think, you know, God's word has a lot to say about this too. You know, it talks a lot about friendships because God knows that friendships are so important. You know, first Corinthians 15, 33 talks about, I love this verse, by the way, it's such like a, a good punchy verse. It says that bad company corrupts good character, that bad company corrupts good character. First Corinthians 15, 33. If you want to look it up for yourself, tweet that. Yeah. Bad company corrupts good character, which is a fact. And also Proverbs 13 verse 20 talks about walk with the wise, become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. And so obviously God is very clear, like, Hey, be careful who's in your circle, man, because they can really trip you up. But a lot of people will be like, but Jesus, like. But Jesus hung around sinners, so like, shouldn't I be able to? Like, look at what Jesus did. He was always with the tax collectors. He was always with these people who weren't necessarily like of the same perspective and belief system as as him. Well, can't I do that? And the fact of the matter is, yeah, you can do that. All you got to do is do what Jesus did. Everything that Jesus did, not just hung out with his sinner sinner friends, but also the productivity things that he implemented in his life to get to the point where he could do that without compromising his morals. Because Trevor, like you said, right, someone who isn't walking with Christ, and if you're hanging out with them, inevitably, it's easier for someone to pull you down than it is for you to pull them up. Mm -hmm. Inevitably, they're going to affect you in a way that is realistically going to take you away from Jesus Christ and walking in step with him. It's just inevitable. You can't avoid that. But there are certain things that Jesus did intentionally that I think like really enabled him to walk you know, obviously in the will of his father, but also spend time with people who aren't of his same perspective. Number one thing that I re- can recall that he did was he was more influenced by his father in heaven than he was by his friends, right? Mm-hmm. He recognized that like, hey, like my friends are cool and I love them and they're my pals, my buddies, but, and I care about them and I want to reach them and minister to them, etc. But God is more important to me. Yeah. What God thinks of me is far more important than what my friends think of me. And that is most the most important priority to have is like, your friends may think you're lame if you have to leave a party early on like a Saturday night and, and be up early for church. Or if you got this function over here, or you don't drink or you don't smoke or you don't cuss, or you don't listen to bad music, whatever it may be, right? Like you have to care far more about what God thinks of you than what your friends think of you. That's number one that Jesus did. God did or Jesus did not care what those people thought of him. Number two is that he was close with God and had strong spiritual habits. Like, I think this is really funny to me. It's like people who want to hang out with their non-Christian friends, the majority of it, it's like they have to ask themselves, like, do I have strong spiritual habits? Like, am I strong in my faith enough 
to go be around people who inevitably, like we mentioned earlier, are going to drag me away. And that the fact is that Jesus was close with God and had those strong spiritual habits. He read the Bible. He he knew the word. He prayed. He you know, fasted. He did all the things that would equal a close relationship, right? To walk in step with God's will. And the last one, he had a core group of solid Christian friends, man. Yeah. Like he had a core group, namely the disciples, right? Like he, he like people who, I just think people, most people who ask this, like don't have like the core group, yeah. you know, like Jesus had his disciples. A lot of people forget that when he was going around and hanging with sinners, like he still had like his core group, his close knit group of Christian pals. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Of like, do you, what do you think the importance is of having like a core group of Christian friends? Man, God is so cool because literally leading up to this podcast, I just had a conversation with someone uh, who goes to a college uh, that is a Christian college, yeah, but as quote. most yeah. people know, not everyone who goes to Christian college is Christian. Yeah, shocker, <laughs> so, shocker, crazy. Uh, they were just talking to me about the fact that like I was really the only person that they were still friends with that mm-hmm. is like still pursuing a relationship with Christ. Yeah. But most of the people that they were around is not that way. And it just becomes difficult because uh, the more that they spend time with those people, the easier it becomes to be, uh, the easier it is for them to become influenced by what those people do. Mm-hmm. And Second Corinthians talks a little bit about this. It says, yeah. be equally yoked, but not with an unbeliever, yeah. right? Because uh, that concept of being yoked, it's talking about oxen. Right, yeah. little farm stuff. FFA boy over here, yeah, right? Go. Yeah. And so, if Big two oxen guy. are tied together, uh-huh. and one of them starts to go off track, since they're tied together, the other one inevitably is going to go off track as well. Mm. And it's the same concept with us. Like that. That's not just applied towards marriages. It's applying to anyone that we're closely connected to. Like if we're closely connected to a friend that's an unbeliever, uh, if they start to uh, live life a certain way. Mm-hmm. And we're not around a core group of believers who are speaking into our life to say, hey, this is what God's word says. Like this, yeah. going to this thing, doing this thing probably isn't the best idea. But mm-hmm. if the only voices that you're hearing, the only thing you're seeing uh, is the actions of people who don't have a relationship with Christ, yep. uh, it becomes easier to be like, man, maybe I should try that too, you know, because yeah, I have yeah. no one else in my life who's going to tell me otherwise. Yeah. And I think the big thing here is too, is like, the Bible doesn't specifically ever say that you can't be friends with non-Christians. And that's, you know, what we're saying here is be friends. Like, I am friends with non-Christians, and, you know, Trevor is as well. And that's that's the thing to remember here is, like, it's not that you can't, but you have to be very intentional and take inventory of your friends. Not for the fact of cutting people off necessarily, but for the fact of, like, you just need to be weary of the effects that any person has on you. Yeah. Christian, non-Christian, positive negative family non-family whatever girlfriend boy whatever you need to be aware of every impact that each person in your life has on you just so you can be aware man like relationships are like one of the most important things we have on this earth and we want to like take very special precaution when it comes to them so obviously we can hang out with non-christian friends like we can have that you know there's some parameters that take place like i mentioned earlier having those strong spiritual habits having a core group of christian people you know all that stuff but can you hang out with them like are there certain environments and certain situations that maybe you should avoid hanging out with non-Christian friends in? Like, what does that look like for you in your life? And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, I think you just have to be careful um, in thinking about like, will my involvement in whatever this place is, whatever this activity is, will that hurt my witness? Mm. Like, will this person look at me and say, Hey, since Trevor is doing this, it must be okay for me to do it as well. Um, So, whether you're in a 
a place that unbelievers just happen to be. And you can use that as a chance to witness to them and to have a relationship with them. Like for us, I'd say like the biggest place we probably have conversations with unbelievers is at the gym, yeah, yeah. right? Like if someone sees us at a gym, they hear that we're Christian, they're not going to think, wait, this person's a Christian, but they go to the gym. That doesn't yeah. line up, right? But if it's at like a club, right? <laughs> and we meet them there like, but that's where yeah, all yeah. the unbelievers are. Like we got to build those relationships. Oh, yeah. uh, but they're like, wait a second. Like this person claims to have a relationship with Christ, but their life looks exactly like mine. So yeah. I must not be doing anything wrong. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, that's, you know, it's tough because it's just all about operating with intentionality of, is this going to help or hurt my walk with God? Yeah. And is this going to help or hurt my witness for God? The reality is, like, and it sounds so like strange to people who aren't a Christian, any non-Christian friend of my life, I have a very specific aim for them. I want them to come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I'm not apologetic about that. I'm not embarrassed to say that. In theory, they know that, hopefully, and hopefully your non-Christian friends know that because that's your aim for your purpose in life is to preach Jesus Christ, to make disciples of the whole world, and show everybody like how awesome God is. And people sometimes be like, well, that's like, that's like weird. Like, that's like selfish, isn't it? It's like, well, no, like, of course not. Jesus Christ is the best thing that ever happened to me. Why would I not want to share him with other people? But that's like a common thing that I feel like people think about. It's like, you're just hanging out with people to reach them for Jesus. And it's like, maybe, but why is that bad? that I love them so much that I want to go to heaven with them one day. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like kind of that mantra. One time I was sitting uh, under a message uh, at a church service and I just remember hearing the person who was preaching at the time talking about how uh, if you have any non-Christian friends, you need to cut them out mm. because that's why you're sinning. It's all their fault. It's, yeah. it's not your fault, right? And I just remember like being so sad hearing that because I remembered like I imagined if that was what people who led me to Christ had heard. Yes, if dude. they had taken that advice, where would I be? Dude, that's so true. It's like people who say like all the time, like, "Hey, you only surround yourself with Christian people. Have your like your little Christian support group, which important. Have your core group of Christian friends." But people who are like never hang out with non Christians, like the non Christians will never get saved. Yeah. Like, who's gonna talk to them? Yeah. Like, they're not going to just figure it out. Like, we are the main vessel that Jesus, that God uses to reach the world in. Yeah. In doing that, you have to talk to people who aren't Christian. That's the reality. And also, no one gets reached without a relationship. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Like, it's so rare that someone just goes up to somebody on the street and it's like, hey, do you want to accept Jesus Christ in your heart? And then they're like, yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> like, it, that's so rare nowadays not to say that it doesn't work yeah that you shouldn't I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it but the reality is it comes by relationships primarily and relationships take time and relationships take effort and you're going to be around that person a lot you just have to be protected in the way that jesus protected himself which is strong spiritual habits be influenced more by your father in heaven than you are by your friends and also having that core group of solid christian friends but no, Trevor, man, I appreciate you joining me for the conversation today. And I think it's one that's going to really impact a ton of people. And I hope it helps you guys a lot. And just be weary, man. Like, hang out with your non-Christian friends. Love them. Like, minister to them. All that great stuff. Have your good times. Be safe and be wise, but have your good times. And just know and be intentional that and let God use that relationship how he sees fit. 
I hope this episode helped you out and provided you tons of clarity and encouragement. If so, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. It helps more than you know. Until next time. Thank you.